Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hi, before we get started, I just want to apologize for the really uh, not very good quality of the recording coming up because when I recorded, it recorded on my computer instead of in my microphone. So I just want to say, sorry, it's not the best quality. There's still a lot of good things in there. So enjoy. Hello, friends. Today, I'm coming to you with a bit heavier of a heart um, just because I'm recording this in pretty real time um, after the shooting in Texas and Aria's death date is on Friday. So I'm just kind of thinking about grief and loss and tragedy and pain and before we even dive in I want to talk a little bit about what I've been thinking. Um, I just have a really hard time with things that happen that are you know big news events and everybody's like oh you know supporting and wanting to help kind of like if you noticed um after your child died how everyone was helping everyone's there everybody says their piece maybe they feel like they can share it on instagram pat themselves on the back and then they're kind of move on with their life and i know if you are a grieving mom or you're living with grief, you know what this feels like, that everybody else kind of gets to go on with their life and your life has stopped. And that's what I keep thinking about all these families in Texas, how all these people are helping, supporting, loving, and at the end of the day, these families' lives are shattered. Um, Their whole world is broken and there's just nothing to say that can take away the pain, that you can take away what their experience is. Um, and then I've just been thinking a lot about how important mental health is. And I don't think we talk about it enough. We don't, like, I talk about it all the time. And I think noticing the grief you feel, noticing Maybe any trauma you have is so important because I've talked to people over and over and over and over again that they might tell me this is the first time I've ever told anybody this, that I have multiple panic attacks a day, that I am anxious all the time. I pretend like I'm okay when I'm really not okay. I try to just push through. I try to ignore, but I'm literally seconds from breaking down. I'm like not okay. Everything is so hard and so painful and I'm just trying to survive every moment. And I just, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know what's the best thing to do except to keep talking about mental health and kindness and really being honest about your situation, getting the help that you need. 
um, and supporting the ones you love, speaking kindness over people, even noticing how you speak about others, um, even if you have a reason to be angry at them, a reason to be upset or you don't agree with their lifestyle or what they're doing, noticing how you speak to people, especially in front of your kids, because every child, every person needs love, needs kindness, needs to be seen and heard. And I'm doing the best I can in that area with um, my work with Groovy Moms through this podcast, through my membership, Groovy Moms Haven, and really providing that space. And that's what I want to continue to do and to focus on is like, you are supported, you are loved. You don't need to keep living this way in survival mode, struggling with mental health, pretending everything's okay when it's actually not. Um, and I don't know. I, I don't know what else to do besides keep talking about it. And just bringing awareness to this fact that it's so important to talk about and the grief you feel isn't going to go away and how can we learn skills and tools to support learn to support your body and mind through these experiences so i don't know i don't have anything special to say about it there's nothing i can say that can fix anything of what happened um and that's just kind of what i've been thinking in these past little bit but let's dive into today's topic which is kind of related to the like paying attention to how you're doing and diving into your own experience and how can you like the more that you become aware of your own life the more that you can heal things that you don't have to pass on to your kids and so that's what we're going to talk about is becoming aware in your grief and you might be thinking like um I really don't need to become any more aware in my grief I am very aware um, that it's painful. I'm aware and I know every second that my child is not here anymore. You're like, seriously, like I never stop thinking about it and I don't forget. How can I become more aware of my grief? So let me explain a little bit. Inside of Grieving Mom's Haven, you can get access to my program. It's called Life After Child Loss Program. And in this program, I go through my framework that is like the best step-by-step -step guide I can give you on your grief journey. It's called Carrying Grief Framework. And inside of Grieving Mom's Haven, we are going through this program right now. The first one is the curiosity. So the C in Carrying Grief is curiosity. And we went through that in May. And in June, we're going through the awareness section. So that's the A in Carrying Grief. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. I'm going to share about awareness about this portion of the Life After Child Loss program that I have. When we talk about awareness, I want to share why awareness is so important. If we are not aware of something, we cannot change anything. So when you become aware of something, that's when you could begin to open up to a different perspective or possibility. So I want to share a story with you about when I was mountain biking recently with a group of ladies, many of whom had way more skill uh, mountain biking than I do. But anyways, we came to a sharp corner and I was like, 
Oh boy, my wheels are too big on my bike. I can't do sharp corners. So this was my belief. I can't do sharp corners because my wheels are too big. I was not even aware it was a belief. I didn't even know it could be changed. In my mind, it was a fact. This is true. I have big wheels on my bike. Therefore, I can't do sharp corners. So when I have that belief, do you think I even tried to do sharp corners? Absolutely not. No way. I would slow down. I would go slow and thus prove to myself that the corners were too sharp. I thought that if I wanted to ride better and get more comfortable, that I'd have to get a different bike. I'd have to get a bike with smaller wheels. So in this story, I offered up my excuse and one of the ladies was like, um, no, wheel size has nothing to do with it. It's all about balance. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> this opened up my mind and the possibility of me doing corners. Now I work on my balance. I see how it feels to go around corners, paying attention to how I balance on my bike. I would have never tried if I still believed that thought that my wheels are too big to go around corners. So this is what awareness is all about. It's about um, helping you notice the things that we think are facts when they actually are what we believe to be true, but they aren't facts. So when we can become aware of what's going on underneath the surface, then we can open up to different perspectives and possibilities. So it can actually be more painful as you begin to honestly take a look at what's going on. If you try to do this by yourself. Um, if you try to start looking at what's going on, what our normal human reaction is, is to start judging and beating ourselves up. Instead of leading with curiosity and taking things out gently from underneath the rug and having a serious, honest conversation about what you're thinking, feeling, and going through. It's the easier thing to just shove it under the rug and pretend that those things don't exist, right? like the anger that you have inside of you or that you just really want to break down and cry and crawl into a dark hole, but you just keep pushing through. It is easier to do those things because it's pushing off the hard work into the future. One of the most courageous things you can do is to open up to feeling and looking at the dark side of yourself, but with compassion and with curiosity. And sometimes you need the help of a supportive person, either a guide or somebody who can help you look at those dark sides and help you look at them with compassion and curiosity. Because maybe like myself, um, your natural response or the response you've had for many years is to immediately start judging yourself. What's wrong with me? How come I am I'm like this way? Why am I thinking this? Who would think such a thing? All those kinds of things. So here's an analogy I've heard before. Um, when you start looking at what's going through your mind, you might be horrified. The first time that I did this, I was honestly very unaware of what thoughts were going through my head until it was brought to my attention. And when I started to pay attention, I just wanted to shove the lid back down because what I was thinking was so horrible. I didn't know I was so negative. I didn't know how much I judged myself. I didn't know how much I judged others. I didn't know until I looked. And then 
I wanted to not look anymore. I wanted to shut, put that cover back on. And when I just tried to hide it, did that mean that I wasn't thinking those thoughts anymore? Did that mean that I wasn't judging myself or judging others, being negative? No, I was just pretending that I wasn't. Which, if you think about it, it's actually worse than getting honest with myself and being real. And then when I was honest, I could take them out and decided it, decide if I want to keep thinking those things, if I wanted to keep showing up the way I am. I could honestly look at it and decide on purpose rather than feeling out of control and that this is just how it is. So back to my analogy that I never finished. And I'm not sure if I've shared this story on here before, this analogy, but I'm not actually sure. So imagine that you have a pan that you used to cook turkey in on Thanksgiving and you're trying to clean it and it's junky and dirty and everything is stuck on the pan. As you are cleaning it, everything seems to get worse. Everything gets dirtier and junkier than before. And of course it gets messier than it was before because that is what has to happen in order to get it cleaner. So also think about like cleaning your room or cleaning, you know, um, decluttering or going through something. Everything gets dirtier or messier as you're going through stuff. And this is similar to becoming aware of what's going on internally inside of you. It can happen that you become more aware of what's going on in your mind and it can actually feel worse because now you're not ignoring what's going on inside. You're actually being honest with yourself about it. But here's the thing. When you can combine curiosity and all of the tools I offer inside of Groovy Mom's Haven, like tapping, emotion meditations, thought work, and community, you can do this work feeling supported loved and cared for so that you can get to a place where you have more agency and choice in your life. So why would I even want to become more aware if it makes things more intense for a time? Maybe you're wondering that. Why would I even want to do this? Well, for one thing, just because you are not aware of it doesn't mean it's not there and not negatively affecting your life. Take a little look around you at your life. Notice what's going on, your relationship with your husband, your other living children, if you have anything, your relationship with them. Notice how you are sleeping, if you're sleeping at all. Notice if you feel resentful and angry a lot. Um, notice if you have anxiety that is overwhelming and controls what you do in your life. Notice all of these things, everything. Like, notice um, if you have energy to do the things that you want to do. Notice these things and ask yourself if you want to keep living this way. These are all symptoms of something deeper inside. They are all things that feel overwhelming or too big to change, but often we can hold space and compassion for what's going on inside of us, and so much can change on the outside. By becoming more aware of what's going on in your head and the patterns of emotions you have, you can begin to make changes. So this is a quote from one of my favorite books, The Body Keeps the Score by Dr. Bessel A. Vanderkoek. And it says, neuroscience research shows that the only way we can change the way we feel is by becoming aware of our inner experience and learning to befriend what is going on inside of ourselves. This is just so powerful that we truly have to be honest about what's going on inside of ourselves, but we 
we have to carry the honesty with curiosity and compassion um, and be so aware of how we are going about that and not bringing up judgment and shaming ourselves. Um, yeah, just being super aware of what is going on. So let's talk about an example that you can begin to let go of guilt by noticing what thoughts you're thinking that are creating that guilt in your body. You can begin to question the thoughts that feel so true and ask yourself if something else could be true. You can allow yourself to feel the guilt and be in it. As you do that, you are also releasing it at the same time. As you process this guilt in your body, you are doing so in your body and you're also cleaning up the thoughts in your mind. At the core of it, what do you believe about yourself? Do you believe that you deserve to suffer? Do you believe that if you didn't feel guilty, that would mean you aren't grieving anymore? Maybe the pain you are in, the more you suffer, the more it means that you love your child. And so becoming aware of this, like underneath the guilt, what is there? Be noticing the guilt, feeling it, noticing the guilt thoughts, and noticing what you believe underneath that. Let me share a quick story about my own guilt, because I know my guilt thoughts. I know exactly where to go to find them. To, If I want to cause suffering in my life, if I want to feel guilt, if I want to feel anguish, I know exactly where to go. I know what thoughts to think. And I looped there for a long time. I cycled in that guilt and just like spinning in it. And then at some point I decided, you know what? I don't deserve to suffer anymore. I am not going to put myself through this because I, I don't believe it's true. Um, and even if I did believe it's true, that I am not going to torment myself like this anymore. So when you become aware of what's going on in your mind, it's so, so helpful that you can decide, even like the underlying beliefs, like do you deserve to suffer? Um, it's so helpful to being able to move through it, move through that experience and you don't have to let go right now. Maybe you won't ever. But just being able to like, okay, this is why. Because I believe that I deserve to suffer. And so I'm going to keep supporting myself and loving myself. And at some point I might say, you know what? I'm done doing this to myself. I don't do this anymore. So notice when you become more aware of what's going on in your mind, you're already half over halfway there. Awareness is the first step. And we're going to be diving deeper into this as part of Gravy Mom's Haven in a call that is specifically about awareness in June. And we have other two calls a month and so many good things inside of Gravy Mom's Haven, including community and many different tapping meditations um, that really help you support your body and mind as you're going through this grief experience. So if you're ready to do this work, I want to let you know that Gravy Mom's Haven is open right now and it will be closing in a few days. So if you want to join, you can join for only a dollar to try it out for a month. So while it's open, you can join for a dollar and then it's going to close and you won't be able to join for till the end of the next month. There is so much support, love and encouragement inside of Gravy Mom's Haven. And there are so many tangible tools to help you cope and learn to live with the emotions that you feel. So again, come join for $1 and try it out. And you can go to gravymomshaven.com to join. And I can't wait to see you inside. 
If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Grieving Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for grieving moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk, knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Grieving Moms Haven at www.grievingmomshaven.com.